I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply <laughs> Hello and welcome everyone back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, the very, very quick plug, if they'd like to get hold of us, there's the Gmail, there's the Twitter, yeah, there's, there's everything the, under the sun which in, can be found in the... Oh, a caption below. Description oh, below. Oh, description. God. Every time <laughs> I've got one job and I can't even do that. But yeah, we always love your emails and your yes. support, so keep them coming. But first Definitely. up, we have got breaking news, yes, Tobes. breaking news. So first up, Damo, coronavirus. Not sure if you've heard of it. <laughs> no, mate, I haven't. It's going actually. around. Um, but the All Blacks are looking at a private equity bid. Basically, they've run out of money, haven't yes. they? Yes. Coronavirus so, <laughs> has, has ruined has them financially. Well and hard. Okay, so... <laughs> They have um, burnt up forty-seven percent of its uh, six. Uh, no, sorry, eighty-six million dollars. So that's New Zealand dollars, uh, which is so, about a five ray <laughs> over here. About a fiver, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, there's a, a British consultancy brand finance team in the UK, obviously British, and so a bunch of guys in a room. Yes. Yeah. Who know not much, but they had no money. <laughs> and they say uh, that the All Blacks, in inverted commas, is worth £144 million, so £278 million. That's to have the rights. That's to have the rights of the All Blacks. So it could be, you know, Toby and Damo's All Blacks. <laughs> I mean, I'm not paying £144 million for it, but that's the sort of thing. But if you had that money, it would be pretty cool, yes. wouldn't it, to buy yourself these I know a guy, actually, that used to work for the All Blacks. He was a fitness coach. Okay. And he's never not got a job since. Yeah. Well, so I'm not everywhere surprised. everywhere he goes, they just go, oh, you work for the All Blacks, and you come. Yeah. 
So, you know, it is a very, very highly thought So of. it will go to the highest bidder, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know, we'll go second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the uh, NZRFU uh, were on track before coronavirus hit to make $100 million New Zealand dollars. Yeah, and obviously. And obviously because of the pandemic. Mind you, say that they must be making a hell of a lot more money than most places because they've got stands that are full or yes. bullish. I suppose TV rights now as well because they're playing. Yeah, but I suppose they lost quite a bit of money because South Africa pulled out. Yes. Yeah. That's so true. That's, that's a bit true. of a killer. But I, tell you, I tell you what is a killer. What, what is, mate? Austin Healy says box kicks are killing rugby. I mean, you hadn't let me finish, but carry Sorry. on. <laughs> we'll go back to your story. <laughs> so Austin Healy's come out and he's yes. absolutely right. He said that box kicks are killing rugby and he's sick of them. And... He's come up with the way around it. Okay, what's his way around it? Passing it forward? Or? No. So, <laughs> so basically, he's saying the reason my box kick is killing the game because they got five seconds from when the ball is at the back of the ruck. And he is now saying, give them five seconds from when the ball is available at any point. So as soon as that ball can be seen, five seconds from there, which means they can't set themselves up, can't organise their team. Because they do. They get a couple of forwards and then they bring it back a couple of metres, don't they? Yes. Which is almost like a chain. Who who was it who pulled someone up about it? It was the ex. They pulled up the... Russing. Yeah, no, Ru- not Russing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was Russing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it? so. And it was Nigel Owens. Yeah. Said, no, you can't do that, Lance. No. Well, you can, but I'm just saying you can't. Yes, exactly. Because I don't like it. Um. I like I like the idea because the do you know the reason why they box kick? So well, that you know position and then high ball. Yeah, so they worked out that the long kick. Yeah. By the time they kicked it long, the fullback had got it or the winger had got it. They'd run it back. Yeah. To basically the same place right. as a box kick happens with a box kick, you might get it back. Yes. Or you it might it, be knocked on, so you again you get the ball get back the ball from back. scrum. Yeah. So that's the reason why. Well. Corona. Um, that's the <laughs> reason why. <laughs> that's the reason why the box kicks are done so much because you know you could you have a chance of getting yes. the ball back. I think it's like something like thirty percent chance of getting the ball back. Wow. D- you know, depending on who you're playing, of course. That's true. Over to you, big fella. So I'm not going to carry on with what I had to say because <laughs> the game has Moment gone. Has gone. The game's gone. Sorry, mate. Um, so Emily Scarrett. I'm not sure if that says that. And um, Dupont uh, won the Six Nations Player Awards. So, obviously, Emily um, got the women's one and Dupont got the I'm men's gl- one. I'm glad you cleared that up because I got confused. Uh, you know, <laughs> we came into this podcast saying, mm, bit tired. <laughs> you put the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> okay, so they've, they've gone out and won it for their representative company countries it's the first time a frenchman has won it really yeah that is amazing yep. isn't it? since the award was introduced in 2004 there's a long time though isn't yeah. it how many years he thoroughly it's deserves it though doesn't agreed he? it, it could have gone to either i took the words right out of my mouth then, yeah, didn't yeah I? you did yeah either who though uh Ro- roman intermac yeah yeah uh emily scarrett i yeah. think it is yeah she's a good player mate Good player. She's a good player. And I think, does she captain the team as well? So I'm not sure. Le- she, she plays she 10. Le- 
She was the highest point scorer in the tournament. Yeah, she does Sorry, all the cooking and, 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 yes. and, and the works, doesn't she? Yeah. Mate, this is a really exciting story, which is this. Uh, in our style, in our star, Kylan Ponga yeah. is free to tra- chase his World Cup dream after contract deals revealed. So he's put into his uh, Newcastle... Like a clause. A clause to say that he is allowed to leave that club to go and play in the Rugby World Cup. And he's le- he's planning potentially to leave in 2022. Okay. Yeah, so he gives himself two years of playing to work his way into a squad. Still a couple of years away. So it doesn't I say... I reckon he needs more than two. I, I agree. I agree. I reckon he needs three. Yeah. But he ain't going to get three, is he? But he's a hell of a player. Like, this this guy's serious. He's got some footwork, eh? Where would you have him, though? Definitely fullback. Would you? Get rid of Geordie. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though. Yeah, but could he... I mean, he's playing in the NRL, so that's Australian, but he's a Kiwi, isn't he? Well, he, he's... he's Does a, he have Kiwi heritage? He was actually born in Australia, then moved to New Zealand for a little bit. Got inverted commas, all blacks clause... Well, no, it's not an All Blacks clause. So he he is free to play for either New Zealand right. or anyone that has him. He was born in Western Australia and spent five years in New Zealand. Yeah. And but has he Maori has heritage said, through his father. He has said that he does fancy Andre. playing for the All Blacks, which I would mean, be so exciting. Cause he's, but the question is, where would you play him? You, For me, you can't play him at 10. And people would be not? saying, play him at 10. If 10 in... in and rugby is such a pivotal position. I agree, yeah, but where does back, he play in the NRL? Fullback. Does he? Yeah, and he's a hell of a player. Similar similar positions there, Yeah, and you they? think Jason Robinson? Yeah. He was handy. God, he was dangerous. This guy's just as good. He's nah, got I don't some know footwork. about that. He's got some footwork, yeah. Jason Robinson was rapid, eh? He was like <laughs> a rat on heat. <laughs> a rat on heat. <laughs> he was just all muscle as well, wasn't he? Jason Robinson? Yeah, all muscle. Almost two foot tall, but boy, he was good. Boy, he was good. You've got an exciting good. story up next. I do. Well, is it exciting? I think so. Okay. I love it when people get the heave ho. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did get the heave ho. He so got the heave ho. We are talking he got the heave ho. The Welsh defence coach got the heave ho. Haywood, <laughs> um, and he's left his role. Oh, with immediate effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I tell you what, he's gone on Sorry. his own two feet. <laughs> Let me reword this. Wales defences coach has got the hepo. <laughs> no. Anyone that leaves with immediate effect. Oh. It hasn't been like, oh, I've been thinking about this for a while. To be fair, though, he hasn't said why. Because, and no one has said why. Because Wales's defence has been terrible. He's a professional man. It's a shame and a bit of a shock that he's lost his job. So, so someone's saying that. That's Ken Owens, actually, the hooker. So, I don't think he... I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. You had Sean Edwards. Some would say the best defensive coach in the world. It's a little bit like Pivot with Gatlin. Yeah. You're just bound to be on a loser. But they, yeah, you know, by him going, it might give um, Pivik a little bit more time in the saddle. Because if he didn't do something, then people would be saying, you know, you've, you've got, I mean, they were, don't think Wales were a mess, but 
you know, they just don't look like they're going to win the Six Nations or, you know, they're going to no. be like third and fourth type thing. You know, this is not... Well, what, they, were, they were second to last, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. So this is not what Wales fans expect. No. So no, someone has course. to go, and it wasn't Pivik, it was his right-hand man. Yeah. Mate, this is very interesting. All of my stories are interesting today. Uh, Pacific Island players yep. are excited because it does look like in 2022 they will feature 12 teams, one of them being Fiji okay, and one of them being the Mana Pacifica side. And this don't, would... Don't the, you mean Moana? Probably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, translate. What also is exciting is is that Western Force have retained Perfect. their spot. So I rate that. That's good. That means, in theory, there's going to be 12 teams. Yeah. And it'll give a little bit more flavour for the viewer to watch. If that Fijian team can almost be the national side, and arguably the, it will and be though, uh, the, you know, the Pacifica team being Tonga and Samoa. Yeah. <gasps> That'd be awesome. That'd oh, be you awesome. could get, um, what's his name, who's playing for the Bears to come back? Oh, Crystal you mean um, Pietia? No. No, what's his Charles name? Charles Pietia? No, oh, playing... to, um, Stephen... <laughs> Who, mate? <laughs> Does he play for the Bears? Bristol Bears? The new guy? What's new? his name? <laughs> what's his name? He was in your team. Your what Super Rugby guy? franchise. Oh, you mean... Um, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> what's his yeah, name? he's the best player in the world. Yeah, and I've forgotten his name. <laughs> Fijian lad. Village. Fijian your village. Lad. Ru- uh, not Ru- no. I was going to say Rutini. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I, on thinking <laughs> Kurandrani, but that's no, not it's it. not her, mate. Cool, what's his we name? All, we all know who it is, but well, Simi Randraja. Yes, that's <laughs> the one. Anyway. Imagine imagine him coming back. Yeah, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? He it'd won't, be, though. There's no money. No. Well, this is the thing, though. You know, if they do like an Argentina did and basically say, if you want to play for Fiji, then they just won't bother. <laughs> they're <laughs> not going to do that, though. I think, I think there is an oversight, though, mate. You need to keep Japan in. Yes. You need to keep... Argentina and yes, so therefore I'd go up to seven teams in each pool and keep you know get Japan and get, get Argentina and obviously Fiji in as well uh, and the Mana and the Pacifica team <laughs> all together mate happy days <laughs> Moana uh, that'd be New Zealand seven Oz seven yeah. playing their group stages come together for a final. Would you go top three or top two? Top two, top two, yeah, two rounds. Yeah. Oh, home tw- and away. You know, tw- yep, yeah, 12, 12 games for the even if you don't make it through, uh, and fourteen games if you if you do make it through and you win the final. You know, it's so straight into a semi and then final. Yeah, and semi would be in a semi, mate. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, they stop there, big fella. <laughs> and that's anyway, the end of the breaking news. Is. We're now looking at the results. We so are indeed do Southland. Want, do you want to do the New Zealand? Do I want to do the ten? Oh, I can you do, do the Mitre ten, mate. Can do that. Southland had a good win. Battle of the the bottom. Battle of the bottom, as in the bottom of the South Island. Southland had a good win over Otago, thirty-two fifteen. Auckland scraped a scraped through against Northland twenty four twenty. North Harbour had a good win against ta- Counties. Can I just, can I just say North, uh, North Harbour are on fire at the moment. They are. Aren't they? They're on fire, but they could still get relegated. Do you know? Out of all of these teams, only Auckland and Tasman 
can't can't get relegated. I know, ridiculous. It's amazing, so, isn't it? Could throw a little handkerchief over them. Do you, do you want to but, do? The, do you want to do the next one, or do you want me to do the next one? No, I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> no, Tasman zero. Canterbury? Canterbury, 29. Fantastic. It's a good win. And Great away. performance. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Waikato, 30. Bay of Plenty, 33. Now, that's quite an upset. Yeah, it is a big upset, yeah. Uh, Taranaki had a good win, 35-19 against Manawatu. So if we look at the table... You've missed out Hawke's Bay versus Wellington. 34-18 oh, to Hawke's Bay. Oh, my gosh. Did village uh, but if we look at the table like you were saying Auckland and Tasman are sort of up the top of the table Auckland definitely on 34 Tasman 29 but then you've got the next one two three four but five teams fighting out for the last place within three points of each other yeah it is absolutely amazing now what you will also like to know is that Canterbury have Auckland in their final game. So if Canterbury lose that, they have gone. Well, who do Wellington have in their final game? Not sure. Not sure. Oh, how about I look it up and you just talk gibberish? Yeah, as I I normally do. We're going to go over to the international match of the weekend, which was a fantastic victory to Australia 24. 22. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but we'll go <laughs> over to the Super Rugby Unlock. We've got the Sharks, 19 versus the Cheetahs, 13. Uh, not the best match I've seen on this one. It was 6-3 in 60 minutes. Uh, massive seven, a 57-meter kick to win. Uh, That's so big, eh? From Bosch, and Bosch. Excellent, excellent kick. Um, the Griquas, uh, six points versus the Stormers, 39. Uh, Willemson, mate, very, very good at 10. This is a guy who the South Africans are talking about could play for South Africa. Then he played in the Green and Golds match and was terrible. But it's good to see he really played out of his skin. And then we've got the Lions 25, and this was a really good game against the Bulls 30 with the Bulls winning it very late on, which uh, was a very impressive win because the Lions looked sharp. And we can see there that the Bulls are right at the top. Stormer Sharks, Cheetahs, Lions, Pumas, and Griquas in last place. The Griqua. I'm glad you've got it right. Going back to the minor team, Wellington are, Wellington are playing Manawatu. Yeah, so they're going to win, aren't they? <laughs> You'd hope so, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd hope so. You'd hope so. So, mate, what caught your eye from the weekend's results? Well, you caught my eye, mate, because <laughs> you're so be- bloody beautiful. Uh, no, what caught my eye? Red cards. Yellow cards, cards galore. We're not playing blackjack. So you, you're obviously talking about the... I'm talking uh, about the uh, Australian-New Zealand game. Is there going to be <clears throat> a little bit of sour grapes coming out here? What? Are, are you going to sound as a Kiwi like sour grapes? We, no. We lost because of the, of no, the no, reds no, and no. yellows. No, just, can you can you just listen, please? Okay? I've got... A little snippet to say, and you've interrupted me. You could be right, but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, but we saw two in the match. Okay. Do you think they were fair? Do you think the red cards were fair? Yes or no? I'm not going to give you a yes or no. What I'm going to say is this. No, they are, they are fair because they both went off. Yes, but I it was felt, consistent. Yes, but I did feel that they could have found 
easy ways to not send them off. It could have been a red card. It could have gone either way. Could have been. They could have gone well as the first contact was actually just on the shoulder. Yes. And then neck. But I can't. It's not like I can argue. Like No. I would have felt really hard done by had the second red card not been given. Yeah. Because obviously the New Zealander. I think that's why they had to give the second guy the red card because they gave the. It was almost carbon copy, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was no malicious no. intent there. They were just big hits. In fact, when we watched it live, we were, we were like, oh, boot fire. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, it great in, yeah. content. <laughs> and then we saw it, we were like, oh. oh he could be in trouble here. That's a quote from you. I think he's going off. <laughs> Village. Um, do you think they'll get a long ban? No. No, I, I think they'll. I think they'll miss this. That's the game they'll miss. A game or two? Oh, you'd hope not, wouldn't you? You've already missed a game pretty much. I know, yeah. Both of them, so you'd, you'd hope they're going to miss how come? How come we're not using the 20-minute red card rule? Why are we not going on with that as the Southern because Hemisphere? Because we're, we're playing international rugby rules because it's a test match. Okay. So it's classes test match. Therefore, you so have we to play, play the test match rules. That's right. Okay. Do you think? How do you think the game would have gone? If I think we spoke about it, didn't we? That the the red cards were fair, and they and they sort of cancelled each other out. the The reason why I think we lost the game was because Scott Barrett. Well, we yeah. I mean, we didn't play great. I mean, you we, know, we, we, we he he wasn't the only reason, but no, but but it didn't help us. I would say that Corin Betty's was it was a yellow card as well but he was arguably making some effort <laughs> whereas you couldn't argue with Scott Barrett you couldn't argue with that you know oh, that's God, that was, cynical yeah. you know literally stripping the ball out of the scrum I know. hands but right in front of the riff as well it's he? like come couldn't on have, that little paw was like uh, oh, oh no I know I've done wrong <laughs> it's on the big screen <laughs> see you later uh, what that, caught your eye mate on that game mate I, I thought we just made too many changes so the ABs went in there where was it like five or six changes I, I, I feel like you know we asked the question are we wrong about Fozzie well no I'm saying Fozzie out Super yeah, I, asked, podcast I asked that question in. last week didn't I he for me you don't do that. You don't have a really good performance and then playing the same team who are going to play better. We know they're going to play Definitely, better. Definitely, yeah. And put that many changes in. And fundamental changes, you know. Bowden Barrett back at 10. He hasn't played 10 for no. yonks and yonks, you know. Were we too cocky? I don't think the players are too cocky. I think, I think. They Do you think the All Blacks, think, is in general, were too cocky by, like you know, Fozzie and the management team going, right, we'll make all these changes, we'll give these fellas a chance? Yeah, I just think they should have given them a chance against Argentina. I agree. You know, Argentina are going to be... They'll be up for it. They'll be up for it, but they're going to struggle. They will, yeah. And there's a great opportunity for Fozzie to change it up. But, you know, the Aussies are the Aussies. Yeah. And and we're walking they're never away... Out. They're never we're out. We're walking away winning two, yeah. losing one and drawing one. Mm. You know... That's not great. It's as not great. All blacks. It's not great. So you know, I just think they took them, took them too lightly. I think Hodge. I was like, we are going to have a field day. He was Hodge class. Is that team? He was class. You know, and he was excellent. And, yeah. and the way that they played, they kept it very, very tight. They moved the ball with, 
with intent. Had lots of forward runners, they, big ball carriers. They played. Well. They played to their strength. Out, and out I think last, in New Zealand. I think last week they tried to play too much rugby, but this week they've gone back to basics. They're going. We're good at this. We're good at this. We're good at that. Scrum, perfect example. Yeah, good liner as well. They actually pinched New Zealand's line yeah. out right in the end of the they first did, half. Yeah. And I also thought that the Oz bench was better than the New Zealand bench as well. You know, you had um, the little nine coming yeah, on. Tate McDermott. Tate, yeah, Tate McDermott, good player. Tele Tele Tupo, who yeah, basically class. single-handedly changed, changed the game, the game for them. Definitely. Um, whereas New Zealand came on, and I know that we did speak about TJ, didn't we? Oh, we will again. Yeah, but... <laughs> There was a big change when he came off. Yes. Um, but Don't steal my thunder. But I, I will chuck over to you then, mate. Yes, thank you. Because I'm going to talk about TJ again. Again. Yes. Again. again. Village. Okay, it made such a difference when Brad Weber came back on. Okay. Changed the game completely. Instantly added a bit of fire to the All Blacks' belly. A bit of pace. A bit of pace. We scored Do you know who he pretty much straight me of me. Oh no, sorry, who? Aaron Smith. The ball was there, gone, there, gone, there, gone. TJ ball was there. He, he looks j- around no, too no, much, no, doesn't no. he? He T- does. TJ's really good at that. Like he does look around. But what TJ does is the ball's at the back of the the ruck, right? And he goes off to the side. He gets himself a cup of tea, mate. He 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 makes it up and he drinks it. Put it back and then he'll pass the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a bloody good tea. Whereas, you know, these other lads, yeah. the ball's their ball's gone. Makes such a difference. It does. And we scored from it. And it gave us a glimmer. Of hope. Because the All Blacks have scored multiple tries late on in games. But obviously we couldn't do that. But with Brad Weber coming on, I think it was just too late. Yeah. <clears throat> For me, <clears throat> that bench of New Zealand could be potent. And the way that they are dealing with that bench now is they're giving people a go. I just think you need to go back to making your bench the biggest weapon that New Zealand has because if Lamarpe is on your bench, you know... Oh, gosh. If, you've, got to, you've got to use him. If Bryn Hall's on your bench... He's not on there. He's not even in the you know, squad. You need your bench to offer something different. And as it, it can't be stands, just the same because the thing is, is that if you bring the same player off the bench, the the defence, the opposition know how to deal with it because yeah. it's just the same. It's yeah. like taking Bodie Barrett off and putting Geordie Barrett back. There's yeah. not a lot of difference. No. Whereas you take Bowden Barrett off and you bring McKenzie on. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you've got something different. And, you know, Sivir Reese has been on your bench as well. Yeah. Bring him on, something different. Yes. Because you might be going, Kayla Clark, take him off, Sylvia Reese, change it up. But even in the middle, you've got Good Hugh and Lamarpe. Or Good Hugh and Rico. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, Rico played well on the wing. He did play, but I still think he's a sinner. And I still think, just because he dropped the ball, and he, he had a great game that He did. Game, apart from a little bit of defense. Yeah. And dropping the ball over the line. Two major things. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Do you know what caught my eye, mate? The Crusaders. The mighty Crusaders, Ooh. or better known as the Canterbury team. Bet Tasman. So not the Crusaders. All hail the <clears throat> Canterbury team. No. They are amazing. Village. It was like a Crusaders trial match. Village. Because most of the Tasman team play for the Crusaders. 
It was awesome though. And honestly, the crew, the Canterbury team played fantastic. I bagged them last week, but um, they were awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yuck. And the last thing that I was no, going to mention. No, well, what's that? Is in the Super Rugby Unlocked, what makes me chuckle every time is how all the subs are sitting two metres apart with face masks on. <laughs> I mean, you know, seem to be doing a, yeah, seem yeah, to be doing, and then and they're then pretty they, much kissing each other <laughs> on the pitch. And then as soon as they run on, they're in a scrum and a multi. It's ridiculous. Um, and the big question is, could South Africa have put in a team to the rugby championship? They could have put in an experimental team. Yes. And they still would have been decent. Awesome. There's decent. so much depth, mate. So much depth. You were talking about the Crusaders. I'm going to talk about Bay of Plenty. You go for it. Bay of Plenty scored the winning try in the um, 83rd minute. Now, <laughs> things could go differently, but they're not going to get relegated. They are going to get relegated. No, they're not. They are. They're going to get relegated. They're not going <laughs> to get relegated. If they get relegated, I'll eat my hat. Oh, okay, okay, excellent. Oh, oh, oh. Canterbury are going to get oh, relegated. Canterbury will not get relegated. They've got Auckland. Yes. And Auckland are already through the final. Yeah, and, and they're, they're just going to be any, licking their chops. Yeah, ooh, got, ooh, ooh. If they've got Canterbury any, are sick. <laughs> we're going to eat them alive. Uh, if they've got any sense, they're going to bring a weakened team. Yes, they will. And Canterbury will do them up. Yes, they will. So that's my hope anyway, because if Auckland <laughs> bring their best team, I am sweating. Oh, imagine if Canterbury get relegated. God, they'll be good, eh? They'll be good. Actually, it would be, it would be good for, for New Zealand rugby. It would. Yeah, you're right. But talk but about the good. Been the, looking good. Talk about the good. Then go. Let, let's go back to the bad. Super okay. Rugby Unlocked. Yes. Fake crowd noises. Oh. They have learnt nothing from everyone else. <laughs> so surely... You tell the guy that's going to do the freight crowd noises, right, mate, you're on on Saturday. Why don't you practice, watch some videos. Sharpen up. Right. Do it. I mean, it was honestly, it's it was it's the bad. worst I've ever heard it. And then the other thing is the old sponsors graphics, they, they project them on. They do, don't they? And it just looks horrific. I know. Oh. Well, yeah. It'll Why be don't they just paint horrific. them on like the good old days? Oh, mate, too much money, isn't it? Too difficult. What, a pot of paint? Yeah, like old technology, no good. New technology that no doesn't good. work sucks. But anyway. But it's in. There you go, mate. We're off to You Ask Me, I Ask You, starting yes. with the listener's question. Yes. We have got two, and we're only going to do one today. Okay, which one are we doing? I think we should do the bottom one there. Shall I read it out? You can do. Boys, continue to love the podcast. This comes from friend of the podcast, Oliver Oh, you've just put a... Who? Who's Ol- it from? Oliver Mantle. Who's that? It's a guy I know. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a friend I, of the podcast. I don't know him. Has <laughs> he Has he liked and subscribed? Yes, he has. Does he want to sponsor us? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure he would. Oh. Can you yeah, sponsor us? Let me ask this question. <laughs> boys, continue to love the show. Question for you boys is, uh, you, you have lived in England for quite a while now, but are AB fans through and through. How easy, difficult is it for the guys like Dylan Hartley and Bondi a key for them to turn out for a different country. Would they have ever been capped for the All Blacks, or is it all about the coin? How much do other international sides get paid per game? So I'll, I'll I will look couple, at that later. A, but do you want to? Do you want a couple of questions there, isn't there? Yeah. So 
How easy, difficult is it for the New Zealanders to go and play for, let's say, Ireland or England? And is it just well, about Dylan the Hartley's kind of a different story because he came over here when he was a young rooster, didn't he? He ca- after school, he yes. came over pretty much straight away, didn't he? So he definitely wasn't going to make the All Blacks when he was at school. Do I think he would have made the All Blacks? No, no. There's been some very good. Yes, Kevin Mayalamu. You've got yeah. Dane Coles. You've got Cody Taylor. Yeah. Amur coming up through the ranks. He wouldn't have had a show. He wouldn't he? have had a show. Good player though. Good. Thug. Early yeah, years, but, he was a thug. But that you need that. You need yeah. that abrasiveness. I mean, few red cards, maybe not. Um, Bundy Aki was different. He played over a hundred caps for uh, Waikato and uh, the I Chiefs. Do, I do think he's a good player as well. Was he an All Black? No. You know what though? No. There's been you know after um, you know Conrad Smith. And oh, Manonu have gone. There has been a little bit of a vacuum there. Do I and think he's a he good would, player? Do I think he would have been an All Black? No, not me. Do you think he would have been All Black? I think he could have been an All Black. Yeah. So there's a difference between would and could. We well, played a hundred games, didn't he? So he's, yes. he's pretty handy. He's handy. He's in a good team. Yeah. So I think there's every chance. Okay. That he could. Have been all back. We've also got the likes of James Lowe, who's a Kiwi. He's just made the Ireland team. Now, I don't think he would have. No. Because he's a winger yes. or a fullback. And again, in those positions, we're pretty sorted. And we've also got Jamison Gibson-Park. He was a Māori All Black. So was James Lowe. But scrum half again. Again, I don't think he would have made the All Blacks, so, unfortunately. The only one that I can think of, and I'm forgetting the name, but I hope you'll remember, is the... Um, Wellington. There's also Maitland. Oh, Shields, Brad Shields. Brad Shields. Now he could have made the All Blacks. He could have made. He was the All on Blacks. the verge, wasn't he? And he chose to go to England and really has played not a lot of games. Well, he's he's yeah. out, out of favour. Yeah, so is really. it about the coin? No, it's about playing international rugby. So yes. they can't play for New Zealand, or they don't see themselves playing for New Zealand. So the the next best thing is maybe it? potentially people have gone overseas. And gone, right, I'm just going to play for a good team, earn a good wage, and then they've been in that country for X amount of years, and then they've actually playing to a really good level, and then they've made that team yeah. based on how many years they've been in that country. So yeah, they like qualify. Three, three years yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily going, right, I'm going to, I'm going to go to France, I'm going to, I'm going to live there for five years or three years, and I'm going to make the international squad. Yeah. It's more, I'm going to go over there, play some good money, uh, play some good rugby, earn some good money. Yeah. And then if it comes, it comes. And then if it comes, it comes. And, and obviously by that stage, they're not going to go back to Correct. New Zealand and yeah. and uh, play for New Zealand. So yeah, well, there is that well, little bit. I mean, they? you know, Charles Piertier <coughs> did play yeah, for the All Blacks true. and then came over. So that was for the money. But the new, playing for New Zealand is, is, um, is a massive thing yeah. for a New Zealand person you could say that for the you know people playing for the silver ferns or or yeah. whatever it's a big thing to play for your country i mean the silver ferns is the netball team but yeah the, what are the black ferns the black ferns i think it's the black ferns black ferns yeah um you know everyone when they're growing up wants to do it don't they yes so to give up on that dream must be difficult but i think once you've given, it's realistic for some people i yeah. think though i mean like myself i was never going to play for the all blacks and then I was never going to play for England because I'm really not that good. But my, it was an easy choice for me because I just knew I would never yeah. play 
Again, you were realistic though, weren't you? Yeah, I was you? realistic. I was super realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't think. Uh, how much do other international... It's really tough, actually. I've tried to look into this. Because a lot of other international teams are centrally contracted, they don't get paid like England do. So England get paid 25 grand a game. Yeah, is that down from 30? Down from 30. <sighs> and, <clears throat> you know, that's just for this year. Yeah. Whereas... They don't get paid a wage normally from the RFU. They just get a whack, don't they? They so, get you know, paid wa- by wa- their... Wasps play them, and then they get topped up yeah. to play international rugby, whereas most of these other, you know, New Zealand, Australia, um, I think South Africa... France? I'm no. not sure about France, but I do know that uh, Ireland and, and Wales, and I'm not sure about Scotland, are all that centrally contracted yeah. issue. So it's not all about the coin, Oliver Mantle, friend of the podcast. My question to you, though, Tobes, is this. Who do you feel is the most overrated rugby players in the world right now? (laughs) Oh, it's just full of England players. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, personally, Owen Farrell, Johnny Sexton. I think he was hugely overrated when he won Player of the Year. Okay. But right now, at this moment in time, I think Billy Vonapola is overrated. I'm going to say to you this. Owen Farrell. I mean, he's a good player, but I just don't like Very him. good kicker. Take away his kicking. I agree with you. Johnny Sexton. Um, yeah, I, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you. Billy Vonapola. I still think he's handy. Still think he's handy. But I would definitely agree with you on both the Owen and Johnny Sexton. Um, and I think at the moment, Jamie George, for me, uh, England hooker. hooker, really, really overrated. At the moment, I, I actually had him in my team not that long ago because I thought he was, but this year he's, he he was a really good bench player. And now that he's starting, because yeah. Dylan Hartley's gone. I'll tell you who's kind so of fallen off a cliff as well. And I think is potentially an overrated player is... Um, Sinclair. Oh, he was very, very <clears throat> good, wasn't he? He was, but ever since he got injured at the World... No, did he get injured or knocked out? Can't remember. He went off on the World Cup final. Knocked out, wasn't it? And he hasn't really, like, sort of surfaced again. He he was a force, wasn't he? He was. Like, you know, he was every a thug, game. You know, he was a bit of a hard nut, and he... You know, took it to the team, you know, the opposition, but he's sort of, I don't know, he's sort of gone off. Gone quiet. Yeah. yeah. I would say you used to watch whenever he was playing and you'd notice him, wouldn't you? Yes. Whereas, as it currently stands at the moment, you're not well, noticing him. Well, no, that's right, yeah. As much. Is, do I think he's overrated? Uh, I don't know. I have to watch a little bit more Do you more think of Ma- Mario Toje is overrated? You do. Do you know why I know you do? Because we've talked about this before. I I feel. I feel (laughs) like I would just love to see him play for another team. He's always played for Saracens, yeah, and they've always been very strong. I'd like to see him play for a struggling side and just see how how good he really is. So England in a couple of years, then, mate. I have to say. Overrated at the moment. Are we going to say Bodie Barrett? Oh, we are, aren't we? 
You know, sometimes he's TJ real good. Oh, TJ, that's a good shout. Yeah. Isn't it really overrated? Yeah. Some people sit on the weekend, you know, oh, he's the second best scrum half in the world. No. No, he's not. Definitely not. not. Absolutely no. not. No way near. No. No way near. Couldn't hold a candle. You'd go Nick White before him. You'd go Tate McDermott probably before him as well. Oh, I think you're pushing it there. We rate Tate <laughs> McDermott though, don't we? We do like Tate McDermott, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Faf de Klerk. Oh, I'd definitely go Faf de Klerk. I'd actually go pretty much the th- the first three scrum halves that South Africa have got over. Du- Dupont? Oh, Dupont, yeah. <laughs> Imagine him wow. in the all like, top. Ooh. Ooh. Eat, what, he, what does he look like, Dupont? Ooh. Oh, Dupont, he looks like um, a human Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> He's quite a good picture yeah, online. Right there, yeah. Quite a good picture online. Oh. What's your question to me, Tokes? Uh, so, I've gone a bit boring, but I feel like it's still a good question. Who is the world's most underrated player? So... I wrote my question first. Yes, you did. And then you went, oh, I can't think of anything. No, that's so, no. So I'll just, I just bang in there. And, you know, your second one is rubber. Do you know what I'm going to do? No, don't. Okay, so who do I think is the most world's most underrated players? I've got a list for you. Starting I do with, like your third, though. With Patrick Turpolotu, right? I think he's absolutely He is class. class. Yep. He's a huge human being as well. He's a big unit. Uh, Anthony Watson. Yeah, I rate that. Now, people say he's world class, but, you know, like, no one talks about him. Steady Eddie. I'm not sure Steady Eddie really likes him. Every time he gets the ball, I am worried. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Roman Intermac. Now, people are bigging up Roman. I don't think they're bigging him up as much as he deserves. No. This kid is... The next superstar. He's the next Bowden Barrett. Yeah. Different kind of game. Yeah. Just calm, eh? Proper for such calm. A, so for such a young man, you know, he should have a long cigarette, a baguette <laughs> over the shoulder, a little toupee, <laughs> and a million and one good-looking women behind him, and he's just sitting there Did on his say, Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say toupee? <laughs> he doesn't need a toupee. I need a toupee. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one, big fella. That guy next door, eh? <laughs> Brilliant. But you have scrubbed out my last one. Yes, I have. Uh, Do you know Hall, what? I'm going to go one Brent better. Hall. I'm going to go one better. <laughs> no. And I'm going to rub that bad boy. <laughs> um, Bryn Hall for me is so underrated. Should be in the All Blacks for the last three years running. Hasn't made it. They've put everyone else and sundry <coughs> in sundry in before him. He's just unbelievably good player. Is he going to be one of those players who's going to not be in that All Blacks, but potentially should be, and then we'll lose him overseas. He will be one of those where um, Aaron Smith has the, the World Cup yeah. ahead of him, but he will probably move on after that, you know. And if Bryn Hall that's goes, four years. No, it's not. It's it's only three years now. Three years away. Sorry, three years. So if you lose a guy like Bryn Hall, yeah, you know, we're in real trouble. Because they're all going to be going off overseas. All of that current all-black lot yes. are all going to go TJ, Smith, and... I think Brad Webb. Brad, Brad Webb is... He's not young. No, he's not. So they're all going to go at that point, and then you're going to rely on guys like Bryn Hall. Yeah. So you need to keep him in your squad. I would... I would One of, the, one of those three... What I'd do is I'd give him a couple of caps. Give him a couple of caps. 
just to yeah. tie him down. Well, you'd at least select him in your squad. So he knows he's not a million. You'd at least put him in the North versus South game, wouldn't you? That was village. So. Yeah, I just don't rate Teach anymore. No. I don't rate him. I did rate him. I did. I just think he's just got a little bit off his game. But I do think he has the ability to get back on. We're going to finish off for the last week. We're going to go back to guess who next week, big fella. But play of the week. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I haven't written anything down because you've written half a page here. But there was a point, I think, where the end of the game in the All Blacks Australia, I'm, I might be stealing your thunder here. You are. Oh. But I know exactly. Should we say, yeah, it, no, should say no, it together? No, no, no. But for me, it was Kurumbedi, he had a fantastic game, yellow card, bit of a blip on his CV there. But he came on and he changed the game again. You know, last play of the game, ball goes wide. He hits Damien McKenzie. Damien McKenzie offloads it. Kurumbedi gets off the ground and then makes the tackle on... Um, makes 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 base the turnover. Well, to yeah, win no, the game. he makes him knock it on, doesn't he? Yeah. And you think, you think that's the play... Of the week, I think that's play. play of the week. So I've gone. I've got a few more than you, mate. As per normal, uh, Hodge. Yes. I absolutely bagged him. He's going to be useless at ten. He did, and he was for that game plan. He was safe. Was very very good. Villansom for the um, is it the Sharks? No, it's not the Sharks. I've he plays a, for the Stormers, doesn't he? Stormers, is it or Bulls? <laughs> the... <laughs> Uh, yes, the Stormers. Okay. The Stormers. He was exceptional. He, he is He's definitely guy, definitely eh? someone who I'm thinking, I probably counted him out of the South African side, but now he's right back in there. And He's in my Super Rugby team, I think. No, he's not. Isn't he? Willemson. Don't think so. Or was he not? No. Oh. But he, he's right up there. I thought Nick so White was, in, again, you know, it's a bit of a quiet game. Um, but he was right back up there. I thought TJ was exceptional. No, he was rubbish. <laughs> and Nick Berry, the referee, had an absolute mozza. Did he have a mozza? Blew his whistle too much. But so he's not. Thought Bosch's, Kerwin Bosch's 58-meter yeah. kick was excellent. That's large, eh? And you've, you've hit the nail on the head with the last one down there, though, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, that, that was my last one, mate. Yeah. But I'm not going to mention that just yet. Oh. Because I've got Julian Savia. Who had an absolutely stonking game? How good was his like last ten minutes? Last ten minutes and first little bit was excellent, yeah. but that, none of those they all pale into yeah. insignificance. Yeah, I here, agree. Mate. Like a little pinprick. This weekend's player and player of the week goes to the ladies wasps team. Yes, who bet Durham a hundred and five points to zero. <laughs> How bad, eh? You'd be so gutted. And it's the nil that gets me. They didn't even get a sniff. Not even a penalty in the first few minutes. I think Durham were halfway home uh, at half time, weren't they? You know, back in the day, you wouldn't even put 105, you'd put 50 nil, wouldn't you? It was just embarrassing to go past 55 nil. Did you know, I played in a uh, pre season match, pre season rugby match, in this country, actually. And we were playing. I couldn't tell you who we were playing, but we... Was this for Otley? 
uh, no, it was for another team. Okay. And we, it was preseason, and we conceded a try in the first minute, two minutes. And I sort of, because it was me and my mate, and we had just been doing some rugby coaching around the country, blah, 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 playing. And then I sort of went to him, I was like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I've invited you to this game, and we were down in the, in the second minute. And we ended up winning 100 points to five. Oh, so, so you were thinking this is not going to be a good no. game. And, and then, then you absolutely wiped the We scored score seven them. tries between us two. <laughs> was he pretty handy, was he? Yeah, he's all right, yeah. I would like to say I've got a similar story, but, but I, I haven't. <laughs> my story's the other way, you know. I turned up and we scored early and we <laughs> thought we were going to win. And then we got beaten. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Mate, that is the end of this podcast. It's been quick. It or has been. It's been super duper fast. It's good. I like it. But I'm looking really forward. Are oh, you looking really forward? I'm looking forward, <laughs> or I'm really looking forward to seeing Argentina and what they throw up this weekend. Well, hopefully, hopefully they don't throw up because <laughs> that wouldn't be very nice to watch. <laughs> they really. I mean, I know they've played a warm up game against an Australian Invitational side. Yes. But to rock out, playing no club rugby. Gutsy. You know, you've been in Australia for about four weeks, five weeks, maybe even longer. And Good on them, though, eh? Good on turn them. Turn up against the ABs. And I, and I hope the ABs Imagine put out a decent side. Imagine if we lost back-to-back matches. Yeah. When um, was the last time the All Blacks lost back-to-back matches? You've asked me this question a number of times. I think it was South Africa. I don't know when. I can't remember. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be quite good to look back on it. Mm. We say that every time and yes, we never we, do. Yeah, yeah. We never do. But I'm also looking forward to seeing the Eight Nations Cup start off. Yeah, George is, is into it. George is in it. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's going to lose that competition. <laughs> Fiji, though. They're the Fiji all, in it. Fiji are in it. And uh, Japan? No. They, such they, a shame. they said COVID no, but they'll be decent. Yeah, good to see. But it'll be whether or not the French can continue on. Oh, I'd love and to see them slay the English. Be interesting. But slay anyway, the, that's all coming over the next couple of weeks. Yes, it is. We're also looking for sponsorship, aren't we? We are. We are. Yeah, we're looking. Yeah, under the sofa, <laughs> <laughs> behind the TV, just cords. Really, <laughs> we're looking for anything. Yeah, we're looking for any freebies, aren't we? T-shirt, hat, pen, a water bottle. <laughs> you get your company's name yes. mentioned at least once. <laughs> <laughs> every <laughs> depending on what you send us everything <laughs> but anyway right. until yes. next time it's been an absolute pleasure see you later sports social podcast network Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.